Hopefully, everybody got their own personal uh, puzzle piece on their way their way in. Um, go ahead and grab that out. I mean, you know how puzzles work, right? Uh, you know, each is a unique piece uh, that interlocks with some other piece that then you know, makes some complete picture, some beautiful picture of, of some kind. You know, hopefully that that's, uh, that's the case. Um, and for us, you know, each, each puzzle piece uh, will represent our own individual uniqueness. Um, you know, maybe you look at your piece and you can see, you know, your personality in there somehow. Um, I don't know. Or your experiences, maybe, or the particular gifts that God has given to you. Because that's what God is doing as the great um, putter together of puzzles. That's a technical term there, putter together. That, he's, uh, that represents, in a sense, the church. Right? As, he, as he takes each one and, and puts them together interlocking ways, and then it shows pictures of his beauty. And that's really an illustration of what the church is. Now, these pieces were distributed randomly, right? And each you got one as you came in, and maybe they fit next to the one. Go ahead and check it out. I mean, you got people next to you, in front of you, or behind you. See if maybe they, they fit together. Um, you might, might... Did anybody's just happen to fit Nobody's, nobody's just happened to fit. Well, and that's, we won't do it now, but you know, eventually what you'd want to do is get those pieces and get people together and keep trying it out and have somebody that was overseeing that. And, and on top of that, not only that, but you, you need, there's one missing part here, and that's the top of the puzzle box, right? I mean, the top of the puzzle box is what has the, picture on it of what you're trying to to look like and it's important to to have that as well well that's it's god who has given us you know different pieces of the puzzle cut us in particular ways gifted us in unique ways and he is the one that is taking those and calling them and putting them together to make pictures that represent his beauty and for us, as a church, you know, that, that he's calling us to be a multicultural church that is seeking to follow Jesus together. So we, we connect with one another, you know, no matter our differences you know, in Jesus. We, we serve, then serve the world together like Jesus. And then as it comes together and we see those beautiful pictures, we celebrate what Jesus is doing in, in us and through us. So, so it, it's crucial then that we know ourselves, we know, we know one another, and that we know Jesus as those pieces fit together. Now, our uh, passage is in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting with verse 4. Um, it's uh, 9.33 on your pew Bible, or you can follow along on the screen as, as we see how Paul tells us just this, how God is the one who is giving us particular gifts and draws them together for his, his purposes. Let's, uh, let's pray. 
Almighty God, we thank you for your written word. We thank you as it speaks to us of your truth. And and we ask you would help us to hear from you and apply it in our lives individually and together. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, starting with verse 4. Now, there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are a variety of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom. And to another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the discernment of spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. And these are activated by one and the same Spirit who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now what what I really want to focus on as we look at this passage is why is this so important? Uh, That that Paul makes mention of it a number of times to the church about God giving each one of us particular gifts. And then distributing them and bringing them together. Why, why is it so important? What, what are the benefits of knowing this, of identifying our gifts and using them in accordance with God? What, what really does it benefit me? What does it benefit us? Well, first, you see from this passage, is that we get to work with God to fulfill Jesus' mission. When when we are in tune with God the Spirit and and we're identifying the gifts that He's given us, then then we get to work alongside God. We get to be God's workers together. I mean, throughout the passage, he says seven times, these gifts are given to you by the same Spirit, by the very Spirit of God. In in the very beginning, four through six, he tells us it's a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. It's the the same Lord, but a variety of activities. It's a a variety of services. It's a variety of activities, but the same God. Using a a different form of what we call the Trinity, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's just here, the Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Sort of threw me off there. And uh, then, uh, then the same Lord is Jesus, and then the same God is the Father. So Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God, Father God, the Lord, and the Spirit. We are, are given these gifts in order to, to work with what with, with God is doing to fulfill the mission of Jesus. I mean, God is all in on this this work and we get to be a part of fulfilling his plan and purpose. I mean, it's it's difficult. It, it's not that's easy, but it's extremely meaningful. It's eternal and it's life-giving that we get to work with God to fulfill the mission of Jesus. You know, it, it's 
if you really want to, to frustrate somebody, um, if you really want to get in their head, then give them a couple puzzle boxes, but switch the tops. You know, so that then you got one puzzle that really they think it's with this picture, but actually it's with the other. That'll really, that'll really mess with their head. But isn't that what we do when we take the gifts that God has given us and the experiences and we try to do it on our own power or in our own way or in the, the way that the, the world would tell us to do it? it it's, it's really frustrating when we're trying to be who God has created us to be but doing it according to some other box top, some other picture. So when we are identifying our gifts and identifying what God has given to us and what God is calling us to do, then that leads us to fulfillment in working with God to fulfill the very mission of Jesus. Secondly, we then are intertwined with one another to promote the unity and fulfillment of God's people. We get to... Fulfill one another as we work side by side, as we interlock like good puzzle pieces. I mean, that's verse 7 makes it clear that the, it is to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. No parts are unnecessary. I mean, in a way, it's, it's obvious when the, the piece is missing, like some of those pictures we saw at the, the beginning, maybe pull one up here of just the the puzzle piece where we can see what's going on but there are pieces missing it it becomes frustrating um, because we want to all to to be involved we we want all the, the the pieces to be there and it's obvious when the piece is missing so we, we promote when we're in tune with what the Spirit is giving us and how He's calling us to, to live it out. We get to promote the unity and the fulfillment of one another. My, my brother, I think I've shared this story with you before, and poor Preston, I throw him under the bus here, or actually under the El Camino, um, because uh, this is a long time ago, and, uh, uh, but he loves cars and he works on cars and all that, and today he could do this with no problem, but this was... Um, Gosh, close to 30 years ago, and he can't live it down. But he had an El Camino, and he had it back in the back garage. And one summer, his project was to take apart the engine and then put it back together. And so when he did that, when he took it apart and put it back together, um, there were some odd parts that didn't get put back in. And now... Through the decades, how many parts has exponentially increased, you know, to where now it's more than parts that an engine would have. But let's just say there were a few parts that were missing, probably fit in a nice little little box. But needless to say, those parts missing, the engine never ran. The only way it finally got moved out of the garage was behind a tow truck on its way out. And... and, so with us, as we're in tune with the gifts that God has given us and how He's calling us to use it, then those parts come together and there's no missing parts and it hums like an El Camino is supposed to hum. I don't know, hum maybe a little low on the uh, sound of an El Camino, at least his. 
But see, the gifts aren't just for ourselves. They're, they're, they're for even one another. And so I encourage everybody to be participating in the class in the middle hour. If you missed it today, that's okay. You can catch up next week, but take, start taking it um, next week. A great opportunity to encourage one another and support one another. Our gifts aren't found in a vacuum, but in with um, one another because it's part of the, the gifts aren't just admiring what kind of peace we are, but how we fit in with each other. All right, so the third, then, is, is though the individual. As, as we then hear God's gifts and what He's given us and called us to do, then we get to live into why God has created us, why He's created me, why He's created you. In the moment, we get to, to flourish uh, like you know, hand in glove. And, and you see that at the, in the end in verse 11, that all these gifts are activated by one and the same Spirit who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. And the, the Spirit who's within you is chosen, which gifts and abilities belong to you. He's, he's orchestrated even your history and your experience. He knows how you best work and where you will flourish. You know, we can we can take these puzzle pieces and we can make them fit, right? You ever been there? You know you got a puzzle piece and man, it fits right there. And by golly, there it did. And then in doing that, we destroy the puzzle, right? And, and so we we don't want to force the pieces into places they're not supposed to be. You know that can be destructive. Ugly, and, and even if we do, and then it doesn't quite make the picture that it's. Even if you're sitting next to somebody and you put your puzzle piece together, somehow you got it to fit, but you knew it's just two different colors, it doesn't work, it's not the picture that it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, it's a classic. It's that classic example of the old saying that you can't put a square peg in a very good because when you put a square peg in a round hole it causes destruction you know you got to whittle some of the pieces away and you got to get maybe something with a nice bit of force to hammer it in there and it doesn't work it's not how it's supposed to be and that's what happens it's what happens when when we try to be who we want to be instead of who God's created us to be or who God's called us to be in that moment. or That's what, what happens when we try to be what the world, what society, what the pressures around us are saying we need to be instead of being whom God has created us and gifted us to be in the moment. It takes a lot of force, it whittles away, and you become what you really weren't created to be. So when we're in the gifts that God has given us to be, then it enables us to flourish as God has made us. And then, then finally, finally, then we, each of us, we have guidance to say yes and no to ministries and service and work. We have guidance to say yes and no to ministries, services, and work. 
If you look at the beginning of the passage again, you know, 4 through 6, you, you see it's um, when I talked earlier about you know, the, the Trinity, it was the three names of God, talking about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but it's also you know, giving us, you know, there are different gifts, uh, there are a variety of services, there are varieties of activities, but it's all from God. But everybody can't do everything. it God has created each one to work together we can't all be the same piece and we can't all be the whole puzzle a couple quotes uh, um, uh, little sayings invite you to just remember these as we're uh, um, going along um One is that the call or the need does not necessitate the call. Just because there's a need does not mean that God's calling you to fill it. I mean, there's there's a whole lot. I don't I doubt many of us have on our high priority things we want to do that are bad, evil things. There's a lot of good things, but we can only do so many good things. And part of this this journey of engaging with God, how are you gifting me, how are you gifting us, what are you calling us to do, is to say just because there's a need doesn't mean we're called to do it. And the other, the other is that no can be as holy as yes. That no can be as holy as yes. Now, that's, I know you're just like, whoa, when have you ever heard a preacher say that before? You know, I mean, I'm always saying, say yes to this, say yes to this. Well, that's part of trusting. We're trusting one another. And part of why going through this is to say, I have to discern how is God gifting us, what kind of puzzle pieces He made us, and where is He calling us to belong? So this, this makes this a challenge. I mean, this, this, this is not going to be that you're going to go through this and you got all your gifts and now you know exactly what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life. Sorry, the Spirit just doesn't work that way. I wish you did. That would be nice. I would love it. And so would we all. But it is a journey. It is a relationship with the living God. And these, this is not just to identify these things, to answer all these questions, but to give us tools for walking with God in discerning who He's gifted us to be and what he's calling us to do in the moment. So, so it's a challenge. There, there are times, there are times when the need becomes available and it's just right there and it's urgent and the sense is the Spirit saying, yeah, you may not be gifted for this or they may not even require particular gifts, but just jump in, go for it. The time is now to do that. And there's, you know, it's like... Uh, Yesterday, nine of us went over to Louisa Dickey's house to help her just move a whole bunch of waterlogged stuff out of her basement into the, uh, some in the garage and others to the dump. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily a bunch of gift assessment you needed to do, but it was a sense of, all right, God, you're calling me to do that in this moment. So it is a challenge, but it's also a huge freedom. Huge freedom because there is a place to say no even though the need is present. We don't don't want to destroy ourselves 
by making a square peg fit in a round hole just because a round hole exists. We don't want to destroy ourselves uh, to do that. And so there's freedom to be able to say no. And the other, the other is that we, there just may be, because I'm a square peg and I'm trying to fit in this round hole, there may be just, just on the other side of the picture that you can't see, out of the frame, there, there may be a round peg right there. But because I'm in the way, the round peg doesn't see the hole. That's part of the challenge and the freedom coming together in God's leading. Um, for me, the, the place where this became you know, very real in a big way was in hospital chaplaincy. I had to uh, do spend a year uh, um, what's called clinical pastoral education. Yeah? Um, and you worked in a hospital with a couple of other ministers, and you went in one day a week as a hospital chaplain. I did that for nine months. And by the end of the nine months, man, I dreaded every day that I drove. It was in Wilmington, Delaware, that I had to drive to the medical center of Delaware. Nice people, great work, uh, you need hospital, ch- it's good stuff, but the, that, what it meant is that one day a week I went and, and initiated relationships with 11 people that I would never see again. I never get to have a follow-up conversation with them, never get to know what was going on, never to even find out if they died or if they lived through the things because of what would happen you know, during the week. And for me... That just drained the life right out of me. That, wasn't, that isn't the, how I'm cut as a puzzle piece. And some of you can relate. I can see it in your face. You've already, just hearing the stories of having to go to the hospital for a full day, meeting 11 different people at the, um, that you'll never see again, you're just slinking down. Some of you are like, sign me up. Cool. 11 people that I get to go with and tell them about Jesus. Woo, Yeah. But different gifts, different abilities for the long haul. And that was one for me where it was like, okay. It was freedom to say, that's one thing I know that I'm not created to do. It also illustrates a point that, you know, that we don't do this in a vacuum. It's that we do it with one another. And we also do it while we're in activity, while we're doing things. We're engaging with God, saying, is this really what I'm created to do? Is this really what I'm flourishing to do? So each of us, each one of us have been gifted by God as an essential piece of his puzzle. Throughout the series, we'll talk about specific gifts. You'll get a whole lot more in the middle hour just of the detail and engaging with um, one another. It was important, crucial really, for us to have this, this series just before we have the series that starts in the, towards the end of October on the capital campaign. I mean, if you've heard of the capital campaign that will be beginning um, uh, here in about four or five weeks, and you saw the last couple of weeks in the hot off the press, the, the cabinet, the leadership from the church, you'll be getting the first newsletter, give you a lot more detail, and point you to a website, tells you a whole lot more about that, where we are going to focus on the building as a tool for ministry and how to really upgrade and uplift the the building um, as a tool for the next generation. And it's it's crucial that we talk about ministry, though, first and foremost as the church, which is not a building, but a collection of people. 
And, and this, the, the capital campaign is called Regeneration. You know, how we're, we're always generating anew in the Spirit. How we're, we need to do that individually. We need to do it as a building. You know, we, we need to, to make the facility new again for this age. But the true, the real, the living church is not a building but a people. So we, we need this time of regeneration individually and together so that we can have a renewal, a retooling, in a sense, of our souls as we identify, we're reminded, we affirm the gifts that God has given to us and commit them to His purposes. So this is foundational series for the capital campaign's ultimate success because we can raise all the money that we want and we can do all that we want with the building bells and whistles and all the rest. And it can be absolutely perfect. But if we, as the church, as the people, aren't doing God's work, then it's for naught. That is the benefit of a series on the gifts of God and finding where we belong and identifying those gifts and following the Spirit's lead together. Because what we want from all of this is to be working with God to carry out God's mission. We, we want to be promoting the unity and fulfillment of God's people together. We want to live, each one of us, into the Holy Spirit's purpose for us. And we need the guidance and tools in place so that we might have the freedom to say yes and no in the different places and ways that we could serve. This will lead to God's glory as the puzzle is put together. Amen.